Welcome to the Raised with Jesus podcast, 10 minutes every day where the life of Jesus meets yours. We've got your daily Bible reading. Today we'll be looking at Matthew chapter 16. Matthew chapter 16. The Pharisees and Sadducees came to Jesus, and as a test, they asked him to show them a sign from heaven. But he answered them, When it is evening, you will say, It will be fair weather, because the sky is red. In the morning you will say, It will be stormy weather today because the sky is red and threatening. You know how to interpret the appearance of the sky, but you cannot interpret the signs of the times. An evil and adulterous generation seeks a sign, but no sign will be given to it except the sign of Jonah. He left them and went away. When his disciples came to the other side, they had forgotten to take bread along. Jesus said to them, Watch out and be on your guard against the yeast of the Pharisees and the Sadducees. They were discussing this among themselves and said, It is because we did not bring any bread. Since Jesus knew what they were saying, he said, You have little faith. Why are you discussing among yourselves the fact that you brought no bread? Do you still not understand? Do you not remember the five loaves for the five thousand and how many basketfuls you picked up? Or the seven loaves for the four thousand, and how many basketfuls you picked up? How is it that you do not understand that I was not talking to you about bread, but be on your guard against the yeast of the Pharisees and the Sadducees? Then they understood that he was not warning them about the yeast and bread, but about the teaching of the Pharisees and the Sadducees. When Jesus came into the region of Caesarea Philippi, he asked his disciples, Who do people say the Son of Man is? They said, Some say John the Baptist, others say Elijah, and others Jeremiah or one of the prophets. He said to them, But you, who do you say that I am? Simon Peter answered, You are the Christ, the Son of the living God. Jesus replied, Blessed are you, Simon, son of Jonah, for flesh and blood did not reveal this to you, but my Father, who is in heaven. And I tell you that you are Peter, and on this rock I will build my church, and the gates of hell will not overpower it. I will give you the keys of the kingdom of heaven. Whatever you bind on earth will be bound in heaven, and whatever you loose on earth will be loosed in heaven. Then he commanded the disciples not to tell anyone that he was the Christ. From that time, Jesus began to show his disciples that he had to go to Jerusalem and suffer many things from the elders, the chief priests, and the experts in the law and be killed, and on the third day be raised again. Peter took him aside and began to rebuke him, saying, May you receive mercy, Lord, this will never happen to you. But Jesus turned and said to Peter, Get behind me, Satan. You are a snare to me, because you are not thinking of the things of God, but the things of men. Then Jesus said to his disciples, If anyone wants to follow me, let him deny himself, take up his cross, and follow me. In fact, whoever wants to save his life will lose it, and whoever loses his life for my sake will find it. After all, what will it benefit a person if he gains the whole world, but forfeits his soul? Or what can a person give in exchange for his soul? For the Son of Man will come in the glory of his Father together with his angels, and then he will repay everyone according to his actions. Amen, I tell you. Some who are standing here will certainly not taste death until they see the Son of Man coming in his kingdom. This is the word of our God. 
the Pharisees and the Sadducees know how to look at the weather and look at the sunset or the sunrise and determine what kind of day it would be. Whether they had the rhyme in their own language or not, um, red sky at night, sailors delight, red sky at morning, sailors take warning, or something like that. Whether they had that particular rhyme or not, they were able to look at the weather and recognize wow, something different is going to be happening here. And they were able to interpret the signs of of the day and the signs of the weather. And Jesus says, how much more, how much more important is it to interpret the signs of the times? That here is the Messiah who has come eating and drinking, yes, and, um, and he has come doing miracles, and they say he has a demon. Here is the Messiah who has come to fulfill everything and who cannot be proven guilty of anything wrong. And the Pharisees and the Sadducees shake their heads and say, well, I want more proof. They shake their heads in their sinful arrogance and they say, give us a sign. Give me a sign from heaven. And Jesus' response, the only sign that will be given to this generation, this wicked and adulterous generation, is the sign of Jonah. The sign of Jonah being the resurrection of Jesus Christ from the dead. For just as Jonah was three days and three nights in the belly of the fish, so the Son of Man would be three days and three nights in the belly of the whale. And it happened a little bit earlier in Matthew, or maybe it, um, and it kind of continues through this section, that one greater than Solomon was here, um, that Jesus is a greater, greater king than Solomon, that one greater than Jonah is here, Jesus is a greater prophet than Jonah. And as Jesus continues to teach his disciples, he continues to draw that line between those who believe him and hear his words and listen to his words, and those who reject him, those who demand more, and those who are not his believers. And so he warns his disciples, watch out for the yeast of the Pharisees and the Sadducees, because there is a difference between you and them. And the disciples get caught up in a discussion about bread. And Jesus is like, seriously? (laughs) Seriously, guys? He is obviously talking about the teaching of the Pharisees and the Sadducees, teaching that would worm their way into into their hearts and corrupt their faith. And then they get it, once Jesus explains that, that, that he doesn't want their faith corrupted by those who have rejected him. And so, to all those who do not demand a sign, but to those who listen and live according to the words that Jesus has given, verse 12, then they understood that he was not warning them about the yeast and bread, but about the teaching of the Pharisees and the Sadducees. And so, Jesus asked his disciples, after they get to the other, after they uh, finished traveling, they came into the region of Caesarea Philippi, they're walking and talking, and who is the Son of Man? Who do people say the Son of Man is? John the Baptist, or Elijah, or Jeremiah? But the question, who do you say that I am? Simon Peter answers on behalf of the disciples, you are the Christ, the Son of the living God. The revelation that the Father has given to them, that this is the Christ, the Son of the living God. And Jesus builds on that confession. He said, my father, verse 17, my father is the one who revealed this to you. Uh, Verse 18, that they are a people and part of a people who are entirely distinct from just the structure of Judaism, that they are a people who are called God's church, the church of Christ. And that on this confession, this truth that Jesus is the Christ, the son of the living God, that God will build his church upon that. And they hear this promise 
this promise from Christ that this new people of God, his church, will triumph over death. In the building of the church, the disciples are are seen as some of the initial and earliest confessors and, yes, even foundational members, you might say, of the church. That's what Paul refers to later when he says that, or maybe it was Peter, when he says that the the church is built on the foundation of the apostles and the prophets, not on the people themselves, but on the confession they maintained and upon the word that they proclaimed. And it's it's right in order here. He has called them out as distinct from the Pharisees and Sadducees. Um, we've seen the example of the Pharisees who demand more and countered by the disciples who simply listen to the word of Jesus, the disciples who then make a confession of the truth. And verse 20, he commanded the disciples not to tell anyone that he was the Christ. You see that Jesus still keeps his glory hidden. He still keeps his mission hidden because he is not, he is not ready for that timeline to be disrupted. But he continues to reveal the hidden glory of his, of his ministry to his disciples. That he tells them that he's going to be going on to Jerusalem and suffer many things and be killed and on the third day be raised again. And it doesn't, not too long after that, that Peter takes him aside. May this never happen. That sounds terrible, Jesus. Don't let this happen. And this is the lesson that that Jesus has for them and for us, that as people who listen to the word of God, we need to live by that word of God, because it would be very simple to, even in a kind of a backhanded way, very simple to fall into the ideas of the, the Pharisees and Sadducees, whose ideas creep in like yeast. They demand a sign. Give us a sign from heaven. Show us something glorious and mighty and powerful. Give me a sign from heaven. Lord, it is not right for you to be crucified in weakness and shame. Give me a sign from heaven <laughs> is, the, is the idea that looks for glory now rather than glory later and suffering now. If you go back a little bit earlier in the podcast feed, check out the sermon about um, how God generally chooses to work. That is episode 1232, How Does God Work and Why It Matters, a sermon from September 19th, 2021. But we see, but we see the point that the confession by the disciples binds them to Jesus in a way that the Pharisees and Sadducees have rejected. The disciples listen to his word, and they follow him. And Jesus says, you know, it's the yeast of the Pharisees and the Sadducees that looks for a sign. But he is going in hidden glory, a glory that is hidden now, hidden under suffering and resurrection at the end, <laughs> resurrection on the third day. Jesus makes his cross the pattern for life for all who are united into his, his fellowship, that the disciple will find their life by losing it for the sake of Christ, and that this Christ will return at the end of time to repay all for what they have done. And that's really where Jesus, where Jesus wraps up today. Verse 28. Amen, I tell you, some who are standing here will certainly not taste death until they see the Son of Man coming in his kingdom. That this Jesus, who is rejected by the Pharisees and Sadducees, who is believed according to his word, <laughs> who is believed by the disciples who confessed their faith in him, um, this Jesus who would go to the cross and be raised from the dead, this Jesus, yes, he will be coming soon, and then the glory will be there for all to see. Thanks so much for joining us here at the Raised with Jesus podcast. If you haven't already, be sure to subscribe in your podcast app and um, have a great day. <laughs>